0: You are now tuned into a place where erotic visions and erotic experiences of the male exotic entertainment world come to life. I am your host, Flame. And as you should know, I am for ladies about me. So sit back, relax. Stand up or walk around and feel the heat of one thousand degrees. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Can you feel it? It's almost time. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd like to welcome you to the 1000 Degrees Podcast, where visions are heard and the truth is the word. I am your host, Flame, and I am for ladies about me. Let that sink in. Yo, it's going down, it's going down, it's going down, no hoes barred. I know I might piss a lot of people off with this episode, you know, but I can care less. You know, it's about the elements of the game the music, the costumes, and your moves. Yeah, that's MCM, but this ain't no Man Crush Monday. So, to all you ladies out there, yeah, your Man Crush that you be posting up. Yeah, this shit is whack. But you won't admit it But I'ma let you know what the truth is And I'ma voice my opinion on it And you best believe that I'm not the only one that feels this way I just got the balls to say it And that's real I gotta keep a gully all the time That's what I do So just sit back You know what I mean? And enjoy it And suck it all in Cause this is what it is So we got to start with the music. You know, the music is a critical element when it comes to the game. It's what the audience hears before you even present yourself to the stage, to the floor. So it kind of gets them in the mood, you know, for what they're about to see. You know, a lot of the music is um, is, uh, dramatic. You know, it's that it builds up that anticipation. So when you do finally hit the stage and you come out, you got your costume on. It's like, okay, we've been waiting. Now let's see what he got. Now, what pisses me off about the game and the music, it's 50 million and one songs out here. But everybody chooses to use the same shit. Everybody wants to do top 10. Scratch that, not everybody. 80% 80% of the game likes to use the top 10 because that's what the audience wants to hear. But it's not for everybody. You know, where's the originality? There is none. You know, nobody takes the time to really search through music to make a walkout. You know, search through music to, to create an intro that's never been heard. One thing that, that sucks is that if you watch everybody's performance 9 times out of 10, 9.5 times out of 10, at least 80% of them are going to have the same sound, the same something, the same format, the same something in their set that everybody else has. And, and the downside to that is women look at the person who doesn't use the top 10, who doesn't use a common song, they look at that entertainer as like, uh whatever. And it's kind of fucked up because that entertainer may put 110% in his performance because he's feeling that song. He's not just doing the song just because it's top 10 or just because the women want to hear it. He's doing it because he feels that. He knows the words. He knows the, 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 the climactic point of the song so he can do a certain moves. He knows how to create the visual to the audience. And they'll look at him like, oh, whatever. They can care less. But you get that dude to come out and performs to a song that five other dudes done performed to that same night. And they they up on their feet, they hooping and hollering and oh, yeah, he's this and he's that. And it's like, really, he's not. He's doing the same shit that the last five niggas done did. So I, it, 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 it really just doesn't make any sense for these cats to use the same shit. Now let me break down for those who don't understand how the music format is laid out. You got your intro, then after the intro, you have your walkout. And after the walkout, you have what is considered to be like a, a party song. And then after the party song, technically you go into your slow. Then in between there, there's breakdowns. It's just a hot mess. It's not for everybody. It doesn't get panties wet. It's not erotic. Basically, it's it's popping and moving your body real hard to the beat. You watch one, two, three people do it. Okay, it's cool. But when you got five, six, seven, eight doing the same breaks, nah, it gets old. It's, a, it's it doesn't sound good they don't look good doing it they just want to do it because the last man did it and he got paid from doing it so there's no originality, they copycat they bite and they also have started to put this thing where they take comedian skits and kind of break those down you know with the breakdowns the beats in that I, I, to me it, and this is my personal opinion it's not for everybody this is my personal opinion i'm entitled to this it doesn't make sense and i'll say you know the argument is oh it's all entertainment we're here to be entertained okay you're absolutely right but who wants to see the same shit being done you pay your hard earned money and you see the majority of the people on the lineup do the same exact shit. They use the same exact sounds. They use the same exact skit sections. They use the same exact beats to breakdown combinations. A trillion different combinations you can do. Anytime the audience can actually watch your set and do exactly what you're going to do. That's a problem. But nobody seems to, to look at it as a problem and they continue to do it and of course they have their favorites and they're going to support their favorite but they don't have the balls to tell their favorite listen boo you need to change that shit that shit is getting old you do it every time it's absolutely no excuse to do the same exact shit that everybody else is doing it's too many different combinations now as i said before the intro anticipation build up lets them know who's coming Sometimes they put their name in it. Sometimes they don't. That's simple. The walkout. The walkout is what you feel when you present yourself to the audience. Now, some people put breakdowns in the, the walkout. Okay, that's understandable. It's just to add a little bit more flavor, you know, to, to your presentation as you come out. That's okay. Just don't overdo it. You know, let, let the music bring you out. You know, you come out, you know, the music, you know, the, you know, the moves you if you've rehearsed it, cool, follow through. Don't let the, the repetitive breaks draw away the energy from the audience. It's 50, 50. Sometimes it, it captivates them. Sometimes it just takes it away. Like, okay, I'm tired of seeing this shit. When's he going to get to the stage and take his clothes off? The, uh, the, the party song, you know, the, the breaks then go from the walkout into The party song, nine times out of 10, the party song is something that they want to dance to. (laughs) Not all songs are meant for men to dance to. Niggas should not be rocking the Cardi B, plain and simple. Anything talking about ass shaking, perking, you know, eat my coochie, all that shit, rocking red bottoms, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. When the the nay-nay shit came out, that was killing me to watch niggas whip and nay-nay. I couldn't believe it. And it started to get old. And to this day, some, some cats still do it. But that's their preference. Okay, if it makes some money, fine. Continue to do it. That's on you. After the, the, the party song, you get into your slow. At this point, your clothes just start coming off. Choose a slow song that you know From start to finish. Don't choose a slow song that you just picked up the day before and you want to do it because all the women like it or it's it's number one on the radio or it's it's a a familiar artist and everybody is going to enjoy the song. So you you think that that's going to get you more money not you're not always going to get tipped off the strength of oh that's my favorite song so I'm going to go ahead and give him a couple dollars that you can't bank on that so you have to make sure that song is something that you know you want to put hundred percent 110 percent of your energy in that song dance for the audience a lot of cats are dancing for themselves they don't know the words so they out there moving their lips looking a hot mess and if you're the only one that's performing and you got the entire audience looking at you, don't you think that they see you mumbling some shit that ain't got nothing to do with the words that's hearing that they are hearing through the speakers they know you don't know the words, you fucking up but you think you dope, you think you hot and you continue to do it instead of taking the time to learn the shit people got the game fucked up, they got the game fucked up, they dancing for themselves and they wonder why they're not making decent money, or they wonder why, you know, women don't want them to give them them a lap dance. That their fan base is not as big as it should be. They wonder why. You plan yourself, homie. You really are. You can't do what the next man does and and think you're going to get away with it. Yeah, he may get away with it because of who he is. Because of uh, you know, over the years he developed this this rapport with the audience so it's like okay we'll let him slide which is fucked up but they let him slide okay it's all good but that song should be a song that you feel and with your performance and the energy you put into that song the audience should feel it I always said this if you can make a woman look at you she's not your fan yet it's her first time to a show she don't know you She never really heard of you. If you can stand in front of her and dance and move and look her right in the eyes and make her feel like she's the only person in the room and you literally watch her mouth open and she gets stuck because she doesn't know what to say, she can't believe that she's feeling a certain way, she reaches on the table or she reaches in her pocketbook And she pulls out money to tip you with it. And then she smiles. That is the ultimate feeling. That's what I perform for. I don't care if it's two, three hundred women. If I can get one to feel what I'm doing. And make her feel like she's the only person in that room with me. I did my job. And other women that are watching will watch me. They will see her reaction. And now they're starting to get like, oh, my God, like he's really into this song. That's what music is supposed to do. Music is supposed to make you feel what's going on in the moment. Not because it's the hottest song on the radio. Not because it's, it's a song that the females can relate to from a feminine standpoint. You have to be selective. It's no reason why niggas should do the same exact slow songs at a show. No reason. No reason at all. And you would think that after so many routines and so many shows and so many years have passed by, the sound quality of their routines, whether it be on their phone, a CD, a flash drive, or an iPod, whatever their source of media is, you would think that the sound quality would be great. You know, this is the the age of technology here. There's no reason why your shit should be distorted. The DJ should put in, plug in, whatever, your music, make one or two volume adjustments, and everything should be fine. He should not have to sit there and monitor, damn, it's too much bass, now I gotta adjust the bass and then... Readjust it when he gets done, or it's too. The highs are too high. I gotta turn the highs down, and that's just too much going on. I learned years, many, 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 many years ago. Every time I performed, create a new set. If it was a CD, once they got into the flash drives, the iPhones and iPods, I already knew where I was gonna go with it. Once my music is on an iPod. I can create the set when I get to the show, according to the audience. If it's a big audience and I'm really feeling it, cool. I select my songs, good to go. If it's a small crowd, you know, do something quick and easy, simple, cool, got it. Set it up, go. Sound quality is always the same. My shit don't get stuck. Obviously, it don't skip if it's on an iPod. It doesn't get interrupted by a phone call or messages, I've always been critical of sound quality ever since I started in 2002. And that's simply because I've been into music since 1992. So I know how to make something sound. These cats, man, record the shit over and over and over and over and the sound deteriorates. And obviously, they don't play it on a system that gives off true sound because when they play it, they think it's dope. But when, when you play it in a, a system of a DJ, nah, it ain't so dope. Your levels is off. Things are not balanced. You hear the hissing. It's just, it's just totally awful. Totally awful. And I'm not, once again, I'm not the only one that notices this. The women notice it because I hear them talking. But if you got a favorite, tell him, baby, you need to re-record that. Then instead of people coming together saying, you know what? So-and-so has good sound quality let me go to him you know this, this guy over here his his sound is always on point let me go to him they won't do that they'll go out and buy equipment don't take time to learn how to use it and think that because they can make their own set that it's going to be dope wrong dead wrong people want to pull in different directions instead of coming together and figuring yo if we if if three of us four of us can go to this one guy yeah if obviously you're going to have to pay him but look at what you're getting if somebody steals your music Or if you lose your music Scratch that If you lose your music No problem Go back It's already there Plain and simple Whenever I did music for anybody They can always go back And I have it don't—you don't, You don't have to remix it You ain't gotta make sure the volumes are straight Once the volumes are straight My shit is always on point It's a matter of pulling Got it Boom Go Bye Done These cats gotta re-record shit They don't they don't understand. Everybody wants to do everything on their own instead of coming together and figuring, yo, if he can do if he got the sound that we want and it's never an issue with his sound. Let's go to him. People got egos. Egos will fuck up everything. They need to let that shit go. But all in all, music is to me the most critical element when it comes to male entertainment. Because if you don't have no music, obviously you ain't going to move to nothing. You know, you're just not going to walk out and start dancing. Ain't no, ain't no, what you grooving to, what you jigging to. Ain't nothing bumping. So you got to have music to put people in the mood, but don't just select music because they like it. You have to feel it as well, because if you feel it, then you could put your all into it. And when you put your all into it, they put their all into you. Now you got everybody's attention, and everything goes according to plan. No excuse to use the same shit. No excuse to have your shit distorted. Change your combinations up with the bricks. Shit is getting old. Really, really old. But they do it anyway. I'll be back in a minute. The 1000 Degrees Podcast has been partnered with Hope Performer Body Oil. Remember, there is always hope. Are you suffering from dry hair? Itchy scalp? Or dull skin lacking brilliance? There's no need to suffer any longer. There is always hope. An all-natural, organic performer body oil. Formulated with the perfect blend of some of nature's best. Enriched with vitamins and minerals to help rejuvenate the mind, the body, and the soul, while leaving you with an amazing radiance. It's not just for you. It's for everyone, because there is always hope. If you're interested in Hope Performer Body Oil, you can go to my IG page at Hope Body Oil, or you can follow me on Facebook, Hope Body Oil. Basically, I developed Hope Body Oil for entertainers because women kept complaining about the smell of baby oil. They kept complaining about their clothes being messed up and I've screwed up many a costume because that baby oil gel just gets into the costume and it's very difficult to get out. It gives a shine. It, it you know, gets absorbed into your pores And it has many, many, many health benefits. So if you're interested, you want to check out a bottle, you know, give it a shot. Guarantee uh, you'll be satisfied with that. Once again, at Hope Body Oil on Facebook, as well as IG. Follow me. Now, back to the program. The second element is the costumes. Now, when I came in, costumes were flamboyant. These cats were making brand new costumes every single month for these big shows that was the competition who had the dopest outfit and I mean they they the the material there used to be a spot down on South Street on Fabric Row called Kinkus and there was another place across the street that they used to go to as well I'm not sure the name of it but Kinkus was huge and they had all kinds of velvets and sequins and crazy crazy color materials and a lot of the dancers would go down there you know and as a group and pick out certain things you know that they would uh it be like I said it was like a competition they'd be like yo let's we gonna rock this you can make this I can make this group sets and costumes was a number one back then then time goes on and you know, things changed, and then people got lazy with the outfits. They started wearing dicky pants. They started wearing, you know, regular jeans and it, it cut off T-shirts and cut off hoodies and started to develop this thug look. I, I, I didn't see me personally. I didn't see uh, the sexy part in that. But some women like thugs, I guess it, it is what it is. And now it has come back to the flamboyant stages of the, the flashy colors and the, the combinations, the lace, the sequence, and things of that nature. Now, let's go a little more in-depth. Everything they're doing now has already been done. Nobody's creating anything that's brand new now that the old vets, such as myself and the guys from Jersey and the guys from Baltimore, these cats... You know, they, they started these certain styles of, of outfits. You know, the, the, the leg pieces with the dick sleeve and the duster top. It, it really, where's the creativity? I guess I can say that pretty much. Where's the creativity? Now, they may say, well, well, you, what did you wear? Yes, when I first got in the game, I saw what they was wearing. So I tried to mimic some of of the styles that they had because I I didn't know any better. It was like, okay, I'm brand new. Nobody helped me. Nobody helped me. Simsy put me on as far as performing, a place place where I can go and perform. But nobody helped me with shit. And when I say nobody helped me, I had one person create my first outfit. After that, I went and bought a sewing machine, started sewing my own shit, and been sewing my own shit ever since. I do not pay nobody for no costume in no way, shape, or form. Nobody helped me. Nobody helped me musically, nothing. So I was using the same concepts that they was using until I realized I don't want to look like everybody else. So I started to develop my own style where the the complete pants sets are one leg in, one whole pant leg in, the other leg out with straps on it, you know, of course, the, the boot covers was matching. Everybody was doing that. Um, and I had started to come into the suspender top. I didn't really, really want to cover up with a duster or a long robe type, you know, combination like everybody else was rocking. So I stuck with the suspenders and the neck piece and the hat. I kept it, I kept it grown folk. Then every now and again, I would switch it up. I, you know, would would create costumes that were one of a kind. And my most famous outfit that I developed was an all-edible shoestring licorice and fruit roll-up outfit. The only thing you could not eat was my boots. Everything else was edible. My dick sleeve was edible. It was made from fruit roll-ups. Um the the I had this body harness. Simulating the chain. That was made out of shoestring licorice. I had a shoestring licorice whip. It was all red shoestring licorice. I don't do the black. I had a shoestring whip. And instead of using baby oil in order for me to have that shine that I would usually get from baby oil, I used honey. So if somebody wanted to touch me or lick me, which they did, everything was edible. When I walked out, it was at Club Beyond. When I walked out, they was like, what the hell he got on? And then Soul was the MC. Once he told them what I was wearing, the crowd went crazy. They could not believe that I made an outfit that was all entirely edible. I had the armbands that were made out of fruit roll-ups. I had leg uh, pieces that looked like it had tassels in the back of it that was made from the shoestring licorice. It took me... 3 days to make that and I want to say maybe 10 pounds of candy um it was very creative and people still to this day some people still remember that it was it was, it was an ultimate original piece cats ain't doing that no more you know and, and that's just one outfit I've I've made a, you know quite a few that were original and cats is not doing that anymore even these new guys that are coming in they doing what everybody else do. You can guarantee that at least 75% of the lineup is going to have the same style of an outfit, which is the leg pieces, the dick sleeves, the top, and a cowboy hat. Everybody's rocking a cowboy hat. What is with this cowboy hat thing? You know, shout out to Young Rider, the, the originator to me. Of the, his whole ensemble back then was just remarkable. Like the dude was just from head to toe he was the fucking man i give him that i give credit when it's due he was the goddamn man when it came to to outfits like that and then with his performance on top of that come on he is the king the king period he is the king sos has some dope outfits dope outfits original the original pieces that you will never see nobody else rock but now People tried to, to copy and, they, oh, I, I created this. You didn't create shit. You stole that, that idea. And you know, you really, you can't copyright no design or anything like that, but be original. Give the people something different to look at. And what fucked me up one time? I came out in the outfit. I think I was like number six or seven. And I came out in the outfit that me and Finesse had developed when we was rocking as the horsemen. And it was like a, um, it was made out of denim. It was like a crossbody, uh, like a crossbody jumper with this collar on it and um, an arm piece. And it, it was dope. It was real dope. And what bothered me was that I did a show and I want to say maybe six or seven of the guys out of the 10. Had the same shit. So when I came out, they looked at me like, okay, what is he got? Because he don't look like them. What is that? Like, uh, uh, uh. And then I heard somebody try to describe to somebody else how the show was. And they was going dancer by dancer by dancer. And they got to me. And the best, the best comment that they can kick out their mouth was, oh, well, you know, Flame was, Flame, you know, he just did Flame. But you talk about the shit in a positive way about these other niggas who looked exactly the fucking same. How is it that the same shit gets the attention, but different shit gets no love? I'm going to take it back. I'm going to go way back Sesame street. One of these kids is doing his own thing. Y'all know the tune. That shit is real. People really look at the person that's being original and they kick them out. So you accept what's common, and you, you, you brag about it, you boast about it. But somebody that's bringing 100% originality to the game, you shit on them. And I learned, I said, okay, it's cool. I'm still going to do me, because I'd be damned if I look like the rest of these niggas. At the end of the set, it's about that bag, and did you secure it? And I know for a fact, regardless of whatever outfit i put the fuck on once it comes off we all the same we a naked ass body not saying that the bodies look the same but we a naked ass body so that costume you had on for approximately eight nine minutes of your set is irrelevant now completely irrelevant but you want to do what the next man does because he looks good in it you you, that, that, that don't work it doesn't work and another thing that pisses me the fuck off, women, why do you sit there and say an entertainer's outfit is hot, is fire, it's dope, but it's the exact same concept, the exact same design as four or five other niggas? The only difference is the material is a different color or the material is a different design print, but it's the same concept. So why is it dope on one dude, but that same outfit is shitty on somebody else? You know, and I heard him say, well, it all depends on who's wearing it. Okay. Then don't specifically say that the costume is dope. You got to say the person themselves is dope in that costume the costume ain't dope it's the person in the costume that's making a statement to you because to, to rock the same shit if you get a pair of red adidas and you get a pair of white adidas the only color is the red and the white you're gonna sit there and say oh man them red ones is, is dope as shit the red adidas is fly as hell but the white ones are trash. Nah, them white ones ain't shit. It's the same fucking sneaker when you put it on your foot. If you put on a, a, a matching outfit to either one, it's the same fucking sneaker. So how are you going to say one is dope and the other one's not? But then when you come to a show and you see something that's completely different, completely different, you want to shit on it. I don't get that with you women. I really don't get that with you women you know some people give you credit for for your your costume and how you present yourself and then some just refuse man it's just a lot of dick riding and it, it's just it's sad it's fucking sad it's really sad but just like music it's no reason costumes should look exactly the same you know you can keep it simple like the Chippendales do or the, the Thunder from Down Under they, they keep it simple they want to rock, you know they they they're giving out because it's a job. They're giving out titles. Okay, today you're going to be the fireman. Today you're going to be the cop. Today you're going to be the doctor. Today you're going to be whatever. Keep it simple. That way when you go out, people look at you and say, "Oh, he's a cop." "Oh, he's a fireman." That that may be for the for the for the white audience. Okay, cool. And it may be for the black audience depending on where you go. Because I've been places where niggas came out in some funky ass crazy costumes that they would normally get praised for on the underground circuit. And I literally hear the woman say, what is he supposed to be? Because they don't know. They can't make out what you're wearing. Like, what is that? And then some of the colors that these guys wear, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Once again, I'm from the old school cons. You know, Concepts and costumes was was it Cats was flamboyant They was doing it But it's a different era It's a different generation And you gotta change with the times So would you change it with the times Keep your originality level high Don't do the shit Because the next man did it Do it because you wanna do it Go to the drawing board Draw some shit up If you paying 2, 3, 400 for a costume Draw some shit up and I'm speaking from a designer standpoint. Yeah, I sit down, I sketch shit out before I sit in the sewing machine and put that shit together. But if you're going to do that, do it right. Don't look like the next dude. That, that don't work. That really doesn't work. Because it's easy for them. Oh, I guess I do it because it's going to be easy for me too. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And I know some cats going to be salty, whatever, and oh, he talking shit. Nah, I ain't talking shit, homeboy. 17 and a half years in, let me tell you something. I've seen it. I've done it. I've been there and back. I've been surrounded by greatness. I've been surrounded by shittiness. I've seen niggas come and go. I've seen dudes do remarkable performances. Blow your mind. Where's that at now? It's the same thing then I'm just saying what a lot of these women won't say. So don't get pissed off at me because I'm saying it. Just take this in and realize, uh, maybe I should really take a step back in order to make it three steps forward. Sometimes you got to do that. Step outside the circle, look at yourself. Don't be afraid. It can only make you better. And one other thing, what's the deal with wearing a flashy outfit and you rocking Timberland boots with no boot covers. And I'm all for I'm all for the thug look. If you go out with jeans and dickies, okay, cool, wear your Tim's. Alright, no problem. But if you got a flashy outfit, cover the fucking boots up. Nobody wants to see tan butter Timberlands and you got on this flashy sequence outfit with lace. That don't work, my dude that is not dope shit it does not fly and best believe people is talking about you they just ain't saying it to your face cover the boots up man cover the boots up and to the females who help and pick up the money and pick up the costumes I gotta say this I gotta get this off my chest you know stop the music man stop the music stop the music now, I understand when I come out, I take my costume off and I lay it down some I don't fold it up, but you don't have time. You have to, you only got a certain amount of time on the stage, so you gotta make sure, okay, cool, just toss it somewhere. But if I'm paying you money, you picked up my money, you took my C D out there, and you picking up my costume, I'm paying you money. Sometimes the tip out's ten dollars, sometimes it's fifteen, you know, sometimes it's five, whatever. But I'm paying you money, which means that you're providing a service and you're being compensated for that. No man in this game wants to receive his outfit that he paid for. Or in my case, I don't want to receive my outfit that I designed and put together. I don't want to receive it balled up. You got to think you balling this up. Ain't no telling what's in it. It was on the floor. So you may pick up dirt and grime or whatever. You balling it up. You're picking up money. Your hands is nasty. Some people don't wear gloves. So now you got balled up greasy fingers on my outfit. But yet I'm still supposed to give you this $10 or $15. And I had argued with this female about that. And she said, well, you don't fold it up when you take it off. No, I don't. I don't have time to. But you can't sit there and say you don't have time to. Because sometimes once you're picking the money off the floor, you got at least a couple of you got at least a minute you got at least a minute or minute and a half before you get to picking up again and I've seen women stand around they waiting for somebody to start tipping so they can pick the money up so you got time I don't have time to just sit there and fold my shit up but damn if you getting paid for it that's the least you can do I don't think that's asking too much it's something simple it doesn't take long and I'm not saying sit there and make sure the creases is right and all this other shit no just make sure all my pieces to my costume or accounted for, and just it's folded up. That's it. You ain't even gotta turn it inside back out. It don't. I'm not even asking that. I'm just saying, don't bring no, no dancer should have to receive his costume ball the fuck up like trash. Outfits cost too much. Material costs too much. Plain and simple. Damn, help us out. You getting paid for it? And sometimes the, with the amount of dancers that's on the show, and you getting paid ten, fifteen dollars per dancer some shit you making more money than some of the dancers are making so come on man work with us we work with you (laughs) i'll be back in a minute the 1000 degrees podcast has been partnered with hope performer body Oil. remember there is always hope are you suffering from dry hair itchy scalp or dull skin lacking brilliance there's no need to suffer any longer. There is always hope. An all natural, organic performer body oil formulated with the perfect blend of some of nature's best. Enriched with vitamins and minerals to help rejuvenate the mind, the body, and the soul while leaving you with an amazing radiance. It's not just for you, it's for everyone. Because there is always hope. Alright, I'm back. Now we're going to get into the meat and bread of the entertainment. The moves. The way you move can make or break your set. All eyes are on you. Some people are smooth. Some people are rough. But those moves, having rhythm, Being able to move your hips a certain way. Being able to glide across that floor a certain way. Being able to spin a certain way and land on beat. And that's funny as I'm sitting here describing this and I'm actually going through the motions in my seat. (laughs) That's a dancer for you. But when your moves are on point, and all dancers know this, when your moves are on point and you know your music, your performance flawless you feel so good about what you just did you're not really thinking about the amount of money you made you just know that your performance was off the fucking chain sometimes you develop moves that you've never done before because you're feeling it so much you may try to duplicate that move and you can't do it because the music brought that out of you you just felt a certain part of the song it was like man i gotta do this and you did it but the moves the moves are the moves are, are what make a slow song. If you're really in it, it will show in your performance when you're on that stage. That's the positive. The negative, everybody does the same moves. I ain't going to say everybody. Let's just say 80% do the same moves. 90% do the same moves. And some of them doing better than the others. You know, you probably say, well, how many different moves can you do? And you're absolutely right. It's just the way you do them. I've seen, I've seen videos where guys have done certain moves and actually dropped the bitch, like really, bloom, blow. I was in, where was I at? Uh, I want to say Ohio. Was I in Ohio? Might have been in Ohio. And... This dancer, I'm not even going to throw his name out there like that. It it hurt me to my feelings, man. This dancer was out there performing. And I'm watching him. And he's doing this move. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think he know what he's doing. And I saw this. But I I can't say anything because I'm not going to interrupt his set. He's doing what he's, he's doing. Obviously, he's comfortable with doing this. So he does this move. And apparently the move was a, he was supposed to, you know, pick the woman up in front of him and lift her up over his head. And when he did that, I guess he got too cocky with it and tried to show off his strength. So when he th- threw her up to, to be in front of his face over his head, he let the bitch go. And she came down face first on the stage. Started having convulsions, trembling, foaming at the mouth. They called the ambulance. They called the cops. Show was over. Over, over, over. Done. Pack it up. Let's get the fuck out of here. We thought she was dead. That's how hard she hit. And this nigga walked off. (laughs) That's right. You heard it. He walked off didn't make sure she was okay, didn't say sorry, didn't feel sorry, came back to the dressing room and said, well, I told her not to move. Man, what type of ignorant shit was that? All I could do was shake my motherfucking head like I know this dude did not just say he told her not to move. Like it was her fault. But all these moves are not for everybody. That's the point I'm trying to make. If you do a move... Practice the move. Make sure you can do it. You don't wanna put nobody in the hospital. And you certainly don't wanna cause anybody death. Cause I've seen some drops, man. It's it's close to death. You know, if her hair was tilted a certain way, or it, if she landed two inches this way, that might have broke her neck and game over. So try to you know, niggas need to try to keep a circle around their moves. They you, you wanna have a, a nice good selection in your repertoire but make sure you can do them you know and i want to touch on the breaks again because everybody does them so i gotta touch on them combinations change them up change them up when you're hitting them tone them down a little bit one time me and finesse sat and counted how many times this dude hit these breaks and i swear to god it had to be about 70 something breaks in a row and we counted like yo did this nigga just do 70 something breaks in a row and that was one section turned around and then hit another 50 in another section that shit gets old man people get tired of that shit when I was in Canada performing at an AMW show shout outs to AMW the best that ever did it, the largest crowds I've ever performed in front of I've seen dudes do breaks up there and the women in the audience and they're looking like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, what is that? So you can't take those breaks everywhere and everybody accept them. So don't think because you can hit them all that that makes you hot. Hit them when you can hit them and be done with it. You have to be able to adjust to the audience. If you look in the audience and you see that there's classy women. And you see that they might be a little older. Why the fuck are you going to sit there and hit a thousand breaks? They don't know what that is. You have to be able to adjust accordingly. And a lot of guys don't have that ability. But the moves got to be on point. Rhythm. Have a rhythm. Hips. Be loose with it. You know, practice. Rehearse. Make it look good. Make it feel good. Make the woman feel the move that you're doing. Stop copying off the next nigga step for step. It ain't for you you got to be original. And you might say, oh, well, how much originality can you be? It's the same business. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But you can be original. And I'm speaking from experience. People don't like the songs that I do. They don't like the music that I choose. I don't give a fuck. I choose music that moves me because I'm going to give a performance that eventually is going to move them. So when they say, oh, how original can you be? very original if you put your mind to it there's millions of songs out here do some digging stop doing the top 10 don't be afraid to take a chance you know what I mean so there you have it MCM the music, the costumes, and the moves Saint ain't mad crush Monday but you know what time it is ladies talk to your fave let them know the deal stop holding it in you gotta keep it gully with these cats it is what it is. If I offended anybody out there, oh well. I keeps it gully Fuck them. This is episode five. Thank you for listening. Once again, till next time, 1000 Degrees, the podcast, where visions are heard and the truth is the word. All I can say is, hold it down, earn your rep. Peace.